Tennis Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast now presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to win another $100, no questions asked, at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. And welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It's currently Sunday, early Sunday, November 6th, and I'm your host, Scott Reichel, once again going solo for this pod. Uh, might seem like a bit of deja vu because you just heard from me yesterday. We went through the semis in the Paris Masters. Now it's time to get into the actual final. But before we actually do that, got to recap how we did in yesterday's pod. Unfortunately, we did not do well. We picked one of the right winners, and the other one we thought would lose admirably and instead, he didn't lose. He won outright. In fact, he smacked the other guy. But to go through the lock and dog, we had Djokovic minus one and a half sets. That did not work out. He won the first set pretty easily, 6-2. Looked like Sitsipas was going to roll over again, and he did not. Sitsipas actually went down fighting. He ended up winning the second set, 6-3, and then ended up losing in the third set breaker, 7-4. to Sitsipas had a lot of moments where it could have gone away from him, especially in the third set, but he fought off a couple of 15-40 spots, ended up holding, and ended up losing in the breaker. The main point of the match was the 4-4 point in the tie break, where Sitsipas had a big chance, a wide-open volley, to uh, get the lead back, and instead he hit it right into the net, didn't win a point on Djokovic's next two serves, and Djokovic won the tournament. But to go through the dog, we had Rune and Felix over two and a half sets at a pretty decent plus price, and it did not matter. We thought that with the immediate rematch angle that Rune would put together a much better and more inspired effort against Felix. That part we got right. The problem was Rune was too good, and Felix got absolutely destroyed as and as Rune ended up winning 6-4, 6-2. So we thought he would end up keeping Felix in check. We thought he would be able to give Felix problems. We just didn't expect Felix to roll over, but I can't fully blame Felix in playing a bunch of matches recently. He won three straight tournaments and was in the semis of a Masters 1000 with no breaks really in between. So I'm not surprised he looked completely lethargic and Rune just outplayed him. But to go through the actual stats, it was really a clinic. Rune ended up winning 86% of his first serve points. Felix won just 64. You had Rune winning... Uh, three out of eight breakpoints that he ended up acquiring. Or he, yeah, so he ended up capitalizing on three breaks of serve. Felix had zero break attempts in the entire match, so Rune served extremely well. And Felix, once again, really just struggled. And Rune looked motivated to get revenge on what happened a week ago, and he did. And now he is in the final. But Djokovic had the war with Tsitsipas. He had a bunch of chances to put the match away. A couple 1540s didn't work out. But the real takeaway from this overall match was Djokovic's serving, which was probably the best serving match he's had in a long time. So Djokovic had 11 aces, which is which is extremely high for Novak. He had zero double faults. He won 84% of his first serve points, 72% of his second serve points. And he ended up 
really just dominating on the serve, especially in the third set where Tsitsipas couldn't generate any pressure. I know Djokovic didn't capitalize, but he had two separate 1540 situations, and Tsitsipas got out of it unscathed. So Djokovic could have potentially won the match a lot easier, didn't do himself any favors, but ended up really just stealing it at the end, and now he's into the final. So a reminder, we do have Djokovic to win the tournament. We gave it out pre-tournament. I know he was the favorite, but duh, I'm obviously going to take Djokovic. And I do think that this should be a pretty fun match. You kind of have... The old guard versus the new guard, but the old guard is still really good and he could still dominate for another couple of years. So I don't know what to call it, but we know Djokovic is really the best player in the world and it's not close. And I do think Rune should have some issues really dealing with him because we know how consistent Novak can be. And Rune has been very good lately, but the problem is he constantly goes for broke because he's very aggressive. And I do think if you try to be aggressive against Djokovic, which you kind of have to do, because if you try to just sit back and rally with him, you're going to lose uh, because it's tough to out-rally Novak. But the point is, I do think you're looking at a spot where you could end up seeing Rune really be aggressive from the opening to serve. And I think that if he ends up having success with the accuracy, he could definitely steal a set. Though he's going to have to try to knock Djokovic off the court and try to keep him really just running around and guessing. And I think that he'll have some moments, but I think eventually the unforced error count will grow too high and Djokovic will start to separate himself a little bit in route to another title. No offense to Rune. I love the run he's been on and I do commend him for beating the likes of Herkaz and Rublev and Felix and Alcaraz. Really just a gauntlet of all of all the players that he ended up facing. But Novak's different. And Novak, besides the three-setter against Tsitsipas, has... Uh, one in straight sets every time. And when you're facing off against that tough of a schedule for Rune, I wonder about stamina. And I think eventually he's going to run out of gas because you're going to end up seeing uh, Djokovic really just prolong all the points and make sure Rune runs runs around a lot. And I do think he's going to do whatever he can to really force Rune into wasting a lot of energy, which he would probably need to save later on in the match. But if you want to look at the actual... Betting odds, we'll talk about that in a second. But before I actually get into the betting odds, you're going to take a quick word from our sponsor. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet, from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100 and win $100 for no questions asked. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to SportsCamp podcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you the sportsgamepodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 welcome back everyone to the tennis gambling podcast just finished going through what happened in the semis and i briefly discussed the actual landscape for the match taking place on Sunday, but it's time to deep dive. So going into the actual betting odds, Djokovic is a huge favorite. He's around minus 380. Shopping around, he could find a couple minus 400, so he's all over the place, but it's a prohibitive favorite. 
Uh, you're looking at the actual set spread. Djokovic minus one and a half sets is minus 130. Rune to win a set is plus 100 the other way. And the over-under, you have 21 and a half at minus 135. And you have over 22 and a half at plus 105. So this will be the second meeting in their careers. They had a matchup in the U.S. Open, and Djokovic ended up winning that one in four. It was an interesting match, and Djokovic ended up dominating for the three sets that he won. But the one set that he lost in, Rune was really great, especially in the tie break. And then he ended up cramping and basically had to throw in the towel in the match. He ended up staying to the end, but he couldn't move. And Djokovic took full advantage. But I do think you're looking at a spot where Rune is not going to be afraid of Djokovic, just based on the actual attitude that he's had this entire tournament and the fact that you ended up having him beat roughly four top 10 players in the world in the span of a couple days there in a row. It's going to do a bunch for his confidence. So I do like Rune to actually make this match competitive. Is he going to win? No, I don't think he's going to. I think Djokovic is a little bit too good on the serve right now. And I do think if his serve is on, in addition to all the other great stuff that he really is just second to none in, in terms of anything besides serving, just returning and movement and all this other stuff, Djokovic is really just top tier. I think Rune still has some things to work on. He's a great young player. He's also only 19 years old. So I do think he'll end up having a very, very successful next couple of months. And I think that next year he could be a serious threat to jump into the top 10 and maybe make a serious play a couple years from now in the top five. But Rune is really good. And I think eventually he'll find himself in the top five, top 10. But that's probably a year and change away from now. But to go through the overall match preview here, once again, I do think Djokovic is going to win. I don't see much value on the money line. I don't exactly see much value on the spread of three and a half. Four and a half, I'm kind of intrigued by. I think Rune could cover four and a half, either losing 6-4, 6-4, or maybe Djokovic kind of takes a set off like he did against Tsitsipas to conserve energy. And next thing you know, you win because you find, well, a certain situation for Djokovic to really put his foot down as the match progresses. And I think that eventually Djokovic will have that moment, and I think he'll seize it because Rooney's played a bunch of tennis over the past couple of weeks. Djokovic has not, and I think that's going to be really, really beneficial to Djokovic as Rooney is going to be forced to run around and potentially run out of gas. But I'm going to go with Djokovic to win the match, and I'm also going to go with him to win probably in straight sets, but I don't feel great about it. And for the actual totals, I will lean to the over in this one at 21 and a half. I think Rune could win a potential set. I think this could go to a tie break. And if it does, then 7-6-6-3 still win at 21 and a half. But I do like the over 21 and a half based on Rune's form. And I think that this match could turn into an underratedly solid and competitive match. So that's kind of going to wrap it up for my brief synopsis. It's only one match. And I covered both players yesterday, so I'm not going to go too far into it. But before we get into the lock-in dog and a prop as well, time to get a quick word from our sponsor. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gallon Podcast YouTube channel because they are having a special promotion. They are giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor jersey or an autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. And the best part, the contest is completely free to enter. There's three steps. I'm going to walk you through how to do it. Step one, subscribe to youtube.com slash Podcast. Step two, comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. And step three, turn on your notifications so you don't miss SGP contacting you when they pull the winner.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished previewing the final match. Now it's time to get actual. Now it's time to get into the actual picks for the show with the lock, dog, and prop. And for the lock, I had a lot of choices, but the point is, I do think this match will be more competitive than people think. I think Rune is good enough to potentially win a set or force a breaker. So I am going to go with Djokovic individual. I'm going to go with a team total or a player total in games. I'm going to take over 12 and a half at minus 135. I think that a tie break is definitely possible in this match. And if Djokovic does lose a set, kind of takes a set off like he did against Tsitsipas yesterday, then I do think he should end up being able to secure three or four extra games. But the point is, I do think if you're looking at a spot where Djokovic could win the match 7-5, 6-3, something like that, and you do get the 7, I think that's definitely a nice deal there since Rune has shown an ability to really... I'd say bother a lot of top tier players. And I do think the fact that he's gotten through this many elite players with most of them being done in straight sets, that you'll end up seeing Rune play with a lot of confidence. I don't think the moment will be, will be too big for him. And I think he'll be ready to get the job done. It actually was technically all in straight sets. The Alcaraz one didn't exactly finish the set, but still. So he's being basically the uh, four separate top 10 guys or fringe top 10 guys in the span of like three or four days. And I think that's going to do a lot for his confidence. So give me Djokovic over 12 and a half games for his team total at minus 135. Now for the actual dog, couple options here. Not sure which one I actually like, but I am going to go with, uh, you know what? Since I already gave up the Djokovic over 12 and a half uh, team total, I am also going to give out an over in this one. And I will go with the over 22 and a half games at plus 105. Once again, you get a tiebreaker draw, 7664, you win. I think there's definitely a three set draw here. So I am going to go with the over 22 and a half games at plus 105 as my dog. And for the actual prop for the episode, I know usually we do double fall props. I wasn't a fan of any of them this week. So instead, we are going to go with the total aces in this match. We're going to take the under. We're going to take under 10.5 at minus 115. A couple reasons why I don't expect many aces to be in this match. First of all, Djokovic served out of his mind yesterday. I don't think that's sustainable, but you're going through the matches besides that one. He had three against Musetti. He had two against Kakanov, and he had four against Cressy. So he has not been great in terms of aces. The accuracy was crazy yesterday, but I don't think he can duplicate that. Rune, though has also been decent at serving, but not totally amazing. He ended up having five aces against Felix. He only allowed four aces against uh, by Felix, which is definitely big. Uh, he did have five aces against Alcaraz. He had seven against Rublev. He had three against Herkaz, and then he also had ten in the three-set match against Wawrinka. So with the exception of the... Uh, Rublev match, he's been usually hovering around five, and I do think if that's going to be the case, I think that Djokovic's first serve numbers will dip compared to what happened yesterday, and I think as a result, Rune should be able to get a decent amount of rackets on balls to limit the amount of aces throughout this match. But ten and a half to me seems a little bit too high of a number here, so I'm going to take the under as my prop. But other than that, though, that's in this episode of the Tennis Gambling Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, at Reichel Radio. Besides that, still doing a lot of other podcasts. I have the NFL Gambling Podcast, the NBA Gambling Podcast, the PropCast on occasion, of course, this podcast, WNBA Gambling Podcast, which is currently taking the off-season break. So we'll be back with that one probably in several months. But it's a relatively short episode because there's only one match to go through, and I went through these guys yesterday. So hopefully that doesn't bother you. But either way, 
the upcoming schedule is kind of it's going to be determined because we do have a week off leading up to the ATP final. So hopefully that ends up working out. Maybe we can do a next gen ATP final and we'll do a breakdown there. We'll see. But either way, until next time, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.